What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm JLag. And I'm NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Riverdale Season 6, Episode 4, and it's called Chapter 99, The Witching Hour. And don't forget, guys, to come for the end of the podcast. We're going to go through our recap roundups, your recap roundups. There were so many. You guys were very vocal after this episode. So let's get into it. And as always, to our continuing listeners and our brand new ones, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. Let us get into this episode. We're on Twitter. Instagram, Twitter. So if you Facebook, want to contact us and chat, message us on Instagram. We message be, us on Twitter. We, we talk to our fans. So. We do, we do. All right. Well, right off the top, we have to talk about feedback. Feedback. We just got to give them some yeah. feedback. What, what do you, you think about the episode? Okay. I. We haven't talked about this, so I'm excited. <laughs> no, we to, haven't. Yeah. <laughs> I loved this episode like a lot. I think that. It is up there in terms of like one of my favorite episodes of the entire series. Um, it is a story that I didn't think that we needed, but we got it. And I'm like, whoa, I wanted this. Like it was so well done. It explains Cheryl's character like through and through, I think, in so many ways. Of course, there's that little caveat at the very end that I'd love to talk to you about. But outside of that, I think that like we get so much understanding of who Cheryl is and her history, obviously, because it goes into the past. Um, but I loved it. I loved the way that they did this episode. I think it was beautifully shot, beautifully edited. Um, it was great. I loved it. What do you think? Yeah, I agree with you. I think like it's something that I didn't know I wanted. And like it was amazing. I have to say shout out to the production because it was done beautifully from yeah. the shots to the wardrobe to the acting Costuming. to the music. The music oh my God. made the music? me feel so many oh, types of ways. I loved it. It was brilliant but like you're saying now i get cheryl but this might not even be like cheryl. does this exist outside of rivervale like does, yeah does this like ancestral like thing live Story. in riverdale i think i would have loved it and i totally get that it goes with this vibe of like this whole weird anthology whatever section of the series mm-hmm. but like now i'm questioning like what's real and like how much actually did happen yeah it's gonna carry over to Riverdale. Riverdale. And I don't know. I think the ending was a little confusing where like <laughs> it left me thinking about yeah, like a lot, but like it left me thinking like it's almost like I'm thinking too much of the details and I'm not really like like diving into the the beauty of the whole story of like how it should be because everything yeah. sounds so effing confusing and like yeah. at the end she's like I'm Nana Roseanne. And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> wait, wait, you're Rose, you're Nana Rose now? Like, so you're not Cheryl? Yeah. So Cheryl doesn't exist? Like, so our Cheryl doesn't now? exist? Yeah. Like, I had a hard time, like, being okay with, like, these being okay and with even, that. even Britta was like, wait, so, like, Cheryl never existed? Like, like she was just, like, no yeah. a thing of that woman? Like, so it's a little weird to grasp onto, but, like, totally. I did, I did enjoy the ride and I did enjoy, like, the episode. It was really good. Yeah. And it sounded I like everyone loved it too. Said. So, yeah. yeah. Really well done. Um, let's get into the episode and talk about it because there's yeah. lots to talk about. Starts off with Jughead as he has been throughout this entire miniseries narrating, um, but he's in Thornhill this time and he's talking about the stories of the women of Thornhill and he says they're waking up um, 
both past and present. And it's this beautiful montage of Cheryl getting out of bed, Poppy Blossom, he, he shows next, who's in the 1960s, I believe, and then Abigail Blossom, who's in the 1800s. And all of them are getting up, starting their day. Um, so cool. Like, I just felt, so thought it was cool. really well done. It was beautiful. Did you feel like it was missing, like, audio, though? Like, I felt like it was, like, quiet. Mm-hmm. Like, there was music. Yeah. And I felt like my stream was just glitching out. I was like, where's like, I'm th- I'm thinking like Jughead's going to be narrating over that sequence. Right. And then right. I'm like, well, where's the audio? But whatever. It I think fun. it was just I music it. being played. It was. I thought music. It, was just like, it was. It felt like an opening to a film, yeah. which I yeah, think yeah. that they've done this a few times. I think times. that's I think what they wanted. The one thing that I will say, like, it's very com- comparative to Hiram because Hiram's story, like they went back in the past and all that stuff too. And it had that very filmic vibe to it. The way they cut between each person, like picking up a brush and then it was the other person in a different time putting their lipstick on. Like it was so seamless, so well done wrapping like shots into like zooming into flowers and zooming out to somebody wearing flowers, like on their dress, like very, very well done. I was blown away. Yeah. yeah, Very artistic. Um, so yeah, so we get this introduction of all the three characters, Poppy, We didn't even talk about Serena at the top of the episode. Like, that's how much she was not even in this episode that you and I didn't even mention her and we've been waiting for a year for her crossover. (laughs) We didn't even mention her. I just realized that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was completely irrelevant (laughs) to this entire story. Sorry guys, not to like mix it, but like, yeah, she, um, Did not matter to me. She didn't even need to be there. She was not necessary to the story. I know we'll talk about it after, but like, it was just funny that like, neither you and I even mentioned the fact that she was in this episode. Yep, yep, she was in it. And you're right, we were so excited. Like, this was the Sabrina crossover. And they were pushing that too, quite a bit. And uh, anyway, we'll get to that. So it cuts to Cheryl and she's talking to her students. So this is current time. Talking to her students about Bailey's Comet. So I guess it's like Haley's Comet in the real world. Yeah. Um, And it's coming to Riverdale. It comes every 62 years or something like that. And it's a very momentous day. And we're not really sure exactly why that is just yet. Um, But she says that all the girls can go up to like a particular part in the forest and stargaze or see it like pass um but she's not going to be there because nana's not feeling well and she's going to be with her to prep her to transition to the afterlife so she's like right out saying nana's like pretty much dead and like i'm sending her to the afterlife that, like, es- or like de-escalated pretty quickly like <laughs> <laughs> she like i'm like you work fine what happened she, they never yeah she didn't have really like an sad, actually. accident or anything she's just like yeah. i'm dying and i was like oh cool i was like i guess we're supposed to be okay with this that being said the way that she said it so nonchalantly and i don't know if it has to do with like when you're a witch the idea of afterlife is like more than just like dying it's like the rebirth and all that kind of stuff or if it just had to do with the fact that they were doing something magical that yeah they knew that she Hold wasn't on. necessarily she's not dying. a witch though like Ooh. nana's not a witch I think that she's, they're all connected in some way. Like Abigail was a witch. So it's in their lineage. The, the three of them were, but Nana wasn't part of the three, right? She was like her own person. Yeah, I guess. And she's I not still. not part of that three like linked thing. And everyone, please like correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong. Half of these bitches. Like, like I'm high. Between, <laughs> between <laughs> Poppy. <laughs> between Poppy and Abigail, they were in their houses alone and didn't bear children so that's the part that oh i said this last season too oh my god i can't even get into that part of it <laughs> I, someone on twitter was like hold on if 
they had a baby i'm like girl i'm not even there yeah. yet i'm trying to fr- you figure out the first line make it all make sense because i can't that, make it make sense there was no con- no, connection there no no all. no i can't even think about like the the baby part of the it. lineage Hell side of no. things. yeah there's no freaking no. way like how did she even <laughs> no re- come back to life every single time or wait anyway <laughs> hold on is okay. it because she's immortal no. anyway <laughs> no but like okay <laughs> Okay, hold on. But then who's that? Cheryl's, Rose? Yeah, exactly, that exactly. Cheryl's mom is Penelope, but the yeah. dad was the son of Nana Rose, right? Like that's yeah. what Nana Rose is like Cheryl's dad's mom. So that's fine. <laughs> but then like where did Nana come from? Like who who gave birth to Nana? <laughs> we're not even 10 minutes into this podcast and we're already finding like these loopholes the thing that didn't make sense to me was that exactly like i thought that nana would be a part of this a part of poppy's story because poppy is the closest to nana's timeline in terms of like the 60s like and then i had nana and then it was fine like yeah but she's not but she's not (laughs) she's not there's no connection there so then who the hell gave birth to nana Ro- right? <laughs> yeah to nana who gave birth to nana i don't know unless she like adopted her or something like <sighs> like in so the confusing. wayward they should have just why didn't they clear that up they should have cleared that up <laughs> i love how like at the end brenda's like yo i'm not sold she's like i still have questions and sabrina's like let's go have milkshakes yeah she's like let's uh, leave yeah but i'd rather just get to the answer of this keep keep talking right now because i i'm i can't be there so (laughs) the episode is already 45 minutes long i gotta go (laughs) oh my gosh anyway anyways yeah we're 10 minutes and we can't stop ourselves so let's try to like hold all our feelings about this confusion to the end well no i think it's good too like like I, like i didn't even think of that till you said it yeah. i was like true i didn't even like good my point. brain didn't even go there <laughs> so anyway she's transitioning to the net afterlife and um then it shows cheryl sitting down beside nana at her bedside and like nana is not looking good she is looking like she's like ready to die but and she's also like talking. She's like, "I'm good." She's like, "Tell me the story. Like, yes. give me some popcorn. I'd like to eat." I want well, to you're know telling me this, and I am dying. <laughs> Let's go. I was like, "Oh, okay." She's still here. Give me some macaroons. <laughs> um, so she tells her that it's bare, like today's Bailey's comet, and Nana's like sickening. Like this is the time. It's perfect. And she confirms whether or not this is what Nana wants to do for sure. Like mm-hmm. once you do this, like it is it. That's it. And she says, yes, I'm ready to do it. Um, oh, again, the question so is like, right now. Cheryl, are you ready? Like, you're Hold the on, one What that's was she like, ready to do? Like, switch bodies. Like, the tra- the transfer. Trans- tran- transcendent? Trans- transcendence? Or whatever the fuck it's called. Oh, okay. Transference. Sorry, yes. I'm, th- I'm just thinking. Okay, so Nana's actually not dying. She's Her soul is going she's into switching. Cheryl. Yeah. So she's like lit. She's like, let's get the show on the road. Like, I'm like if have, anything, like, Cheryl should be. And, like, yeah, if anything, like, we should have had more shots of yeah. Cheryl like, looking in the mirror being like, am I ready to like, That's be what I'm gone saying. Like, she, Exactly. Yeah. Like then, that, then there's that connection too where you're seeing this person is leaving this earth. Like yes. she's coming to terms with that idea. But like it just seemed like they were killing Nana. So like, and then at the end, they're like, no, 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 no. Here's this whole diagram of what's really happening. Oh my gosh, what an okay. episode. We're on track. We're on yeah, track. We're on track. Um so then she's like, "Okay, we're ready to begin this ritual." And she starts by reading a journal entry and she starts with Poppy Blossom, um which is in the 1960s and it shows Poppy talking to Tammy, I think Tammy 
Tate. Like Tate is like it's it's her. It's um Tabitha. And she talks about how she wants to really run Pops. And so it looks like Poppy is like the person that people go to for like little remedies, like the housewives go to. Yeah. Yeah. They they come for like little things here and there. So this is supposed to give the person that is running the show like make him sick so then she can run pops yeah. or something like that i was like your solution is to poison people sounds like sounds yeah. on brand for cheryl <laughs> um and then it cuts to abigail and she's uh talking to tony because it shows tony uh like kind of entering uh thornhill and it's not really tony her name is thomasina and she's being interviewed by uh by abigail about uh, you know, what she did in the past and what she's doing. It turns out she used to be a teacher, but because of the war that's happening, um, they the had to like shut, down. shut yeah. everything down. And she, uh, Abigail goes on to ask her if she's married. She says, no, I'm not married. And Abigail goes on to say, I have no need for women with husbands. So obviously, Loki, let's be honest. That's exactly what's happening. <laughs> Even Thomasina was like, oh, okay. she's like, like we're going married, there. We're good. Like, wink, wink. <laughs> um, so then Thomasina, it turns out she's from Greendale. So you obviously you already know that there might be some like magic situation with Thomasina. Yeah. And she's like let's do this like you're hired so she shakes her hand and as soon as she shakes her hand like the candles light up like mm. in all different periods of time it's like magic is coming like- through um and then abigail- <laughs> yes so then abigail talks to her students and um while she's talking to her students about like the daily plan um Thomasina comes in and she's like, oh, but like it's Bailey's Comet tonight. Why should we should all go like stargaze? And it looks like Abigail at this point in time in her life is like very like against like doing anything different or outside of like the norm. So she's like, we can't talk about that. Like it's so bad if like a woman goes out in the woods at night. Like that's not a womanly thing to do. But Thomasina seems to come from a different like mindset. A little inconsistent to who her character is. Right. Like. It is, but at the same time, like, we don't know, like, where she was at that point in time. Before. Like, she met yeah. Thomasina. Like, maybe Thomasina was the one who like, invigorated her. that in yeah, her. Yeah. And that's why she loves her so much. Yeah. Um, But anyway, she goes on to talk about the fact that, like, Thomasina says, like, all the men have the power. We need to, like, educate them on on all that but abigail finally pushes back and she's like we're not bringing that nonsense into my house like we're not doing that um so then it cuts to poppy in the 1960s and she's hosting something called a salon where like she has like a bunch of girls over everyone's over and it's like alice betty veronica but it's like their past versions one is named bitsy like betty is bitsy and veronica's named velma alice i couldn't catch her name and then Tam- and like who was Alice? Like, was she Betty's mom in that scenario? Or like, she was like a random other housewife? She's just like walking. She's like she a was really just, old like, housewife. standing there. I was like, everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I didn't know who she was really even because she didn't say like, Bitsy, let's go home now. Yeah. Like, I don't think it was like her mom, but yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so she's there. They're all talking and she's talking about Bailey's Comet and how it's got this like special thing. Tammy's like, oh, we should do like a viewing party at Pops. And um, then there's a conversation about like war and Russian spies because I guess it's during that like communist time. Mm-hmm. Um, and Alice at this point in time is like, oh, like, did you hear about this? Like this person's sketchy and this person's sketchy. And 
her idea, uh, like Poppy's idea is like, we should just keep out of everybody's business, obviously. Um, She's like, I'd like to leave conspiracies at home and not like here. Um, And then Bitsy talks about her like separately. She says her husband, Jack, um, she's not happy in her marriage and they already have one child, but he wants to get pregnant again and she doesn't want to have a child with him. And so she gives uh, Poppy gives her like a ginger root. So it helps her not get pregnant. And then they hug. And then in like the moment of it all. They they make out. I mean, okay, they don't make out. They let's kiss. talk about this real quick because I yeah. kind of liked this moment. Like it was yeah, like really it. like their chemistry was like it didn't look forced. It didn't look awkward. Yeah. Like I was down. Yeah, I was. I loved it. I was like, it. too bad. This is like a fake universe <laughs> and like fake real. characters. <laughs> like they're not even real. I know. It was really cool to see because I didn't know if they were going to keep putting tony into like her storyline every single time so it was interesting that they spun it around for her and also what bitsy does later kind of like helps with that 100 and i'm so happy they did that like they didn't keep her with tony the entire time yeah because it added like a lot of tension on in these moments yeah and they just created like really beautiful pockets of scenes throughout the whole episode like this this one alone like the music and the weight the shot like everything is it was so beautiful and like yeah loved it so so good and well so done. bitsy pulls away she freaks out that she realizes that she's a lesbian and she's <laughs> like i'm sorry and poppy's like no it's not a problem at all like what you're doing is not a problem i'm totally fine with it <laughs> she's like i'm uh, good I'm, this is totally like, good for me she's like keep it coming man <laughs> like i'm here for it and bitsy's like i gotta go back to my husband i'm sorry um so then abigail it cuts to abigail and she's talking to thomasina and this is when she basically apologizes and says you know i'm sorry for like like wiling out on you earlier you're right like i do want to teach them like about the realities of the world and the hard truths and like how the future is actually going to be one day um and then they kiss in their world and i have to shout out these songs whenever they popped up because songs yes, and do you it, do we, it. we feel the same way about how music yeah. really drives a, a scene sometimes in these shows yeah. and movies the song is called london Gr- oh no the song song is by london grammar and it's mm-hmm. called night call and Freaking this mo- amazing the, the moment that they gave us like <gasps> the music it was, was like, phenomenal like- this episode yeah and this ends up becoming kind of like their theme song because it yeah. comes up a couple of times especially toward the end when they finally reunite but like it is it, it was that song very... apparently was out like eight years ago i was like oh, oh my god this is amazing i like, love finding perfect. this indie kind of music this is yeah. this is it i always find all my best music from tv shows that's yeah. the best um so then it, as soon as she kisses her it like quickly snaps to poppy talking to velma it's almost like she was like daydreaming and mm. now it all makes sense now that i'm thinking about it because like she was daydreaming about <gasps> oh that yeah she Abigail. was yes 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 got it got it um, i mean it still all doesn't make sense but i'm trying <laughs> to make as many connections as humanly possible so she's talking to velma and velma talks about the fact that she wants to spice up her sexy life like, with everything's her husband. vanilla it's so vanilla with my husband so I was she like, gives of her- course veronica gets the storyline like I literally was saying the exact same <laughs> like, thing. I was like, wow, you really are just going to like give her the sex yeah, problem. Yeah, like issue. I kind of was upset. I was like, yeah. you guys like throw her to the sides and like keep her in the same lane. Like, but else, what else are they going to give her? I don't they're know. Her, they like, could have given her business? even the, the business one because she is. She could have been like, my husband's taking all my money. 
<laughs> yeah, right. In I'm that famous. world, in the 1960s, there's no well, they would to run a business. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. But she's uh, the other ones running pop, so like technically that she true. is. But she could barely get that. Like Tammy that's was true. like basically poisoning her husband yeah. so she could be on the yeah. front counter. Um, so, um, so she gives her the Kama Sutra book, and she gives her like some sort of aphrodisiac to like put in his tea so he can have a heart on for longer. I guess whatever. <laughs> Um, so then it cuts to Abigail and Thomasina and they're like together. Wait, can they, I just pause real quick? Yes. It would have been really cute because they legit made the men like so effing evil in this entire episode. Yeah, like there was yeah. not a single man that was like, oh my God, he might, he's good. <laughs> Everybody it would have been cute, been cute if sucked. like her, she came with her husband and she was like, yo, how do we like get this? Like, you yeah. know, like that would have been cute just to show that like it is still possible to have like a good relationship with a man in that time <laughs> yeah. like they made the men so they evil like separated them completely yeah and i guess her husband is reggie like reggie yeah is yeah yeah it was reggie yeah yeah so anyway yeah anyway it's just I, like it's I, just I me like you. thinking a little extra but like it would have been nice to have like one character and i thought it was going to be kevin i thought the saving grace of the man would You're be right. kevin yeah why do i think that <laughs> wrong but i think wrong. he was the worst one he was the worst one. worst <laughs> fucking kevin man he literally just isn't uh. the one ever so then it cuts to abigail and thomasina and they're waking up together like you know she's like oh we just you know made out all night long i don't know and um there's a knock on the door and it's kevin <laughs> <laughs> and he's playing a policeman and he um is looking for a murderer and he says it's thomasina topaz like she's a murderess and they're looking for her and it's really funny actually because it's like a mean girls moment where she's like i can't come because i'm sick <laughs> like she's like i can't, I I can't open sick. the door yeah everyone has scarlet fever in here yeah. it's like covid too right yeah like <laughs> y'all better leave right now like we're isolating and um she pretends to be sick and then as soon as he leaves because as soon as she hears her cough he like runs and um can i like, pause here and ask you a question yeah if thomasina topaz was a witch doesn't that yes. make tony a witch i guess i guess like, and i wish that they delved they into didn't it a little explain bit deeper. their line like they should have explain like that tony came from this 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 but then that wouldn't have because maybe she like has some different lineage because she does have like native american roots right like tony yeah. topaz has oh, native yeah. american roots yeah. so it would have been cool to see if there was like that a different so connection cool. there i, I think it, i think it would have been too much for one episode like we yeah. barely could grasp we this. barely got through the first yeah. one yeah, yeah one yeah, character yeah. but i was just tony. thinking that i was like wait so if that woman because that woman is a topaz it's not like she's yeah. just tony and I think, playing someone else and i think to your point like how much of this is actually based in riverdale yeah. is the real question about this entire series so far like this mini series that we're getting is like how much is this actually transferable fact so to i read a interview with, with madeline yeah and she said that some things will cross over and some things won't so okay. it seems like they're literally picking and choosing what will make the cut and what won't so, so basically like, the people who viewers, die won't die <laughs> yeah and even just things like as the viewer you're like oh my god this and they're like i'm like no they're literally picking what they want that will connect will and connect. then the rest will just like stay so as much as roberto <sighs> said every as much as he said things that happen here will happen here yeah. it's it's like no 
some things are going to stay, some things will cross over. So it's very, we don't know. The one thing that I want to talk about quickly as we're talking about inconsistencies potentially following us to Riverdale is one of the things that Cheryl said in the beginning or the end of last season is she came for all of the townspeople because they basically burned Abigail at the stake, correct? Yeah, yeah. But they never mentioned that at the end of the se- the episode saying like they just said like she lived out her days at exactly Thornhill. and and she said that she just reincarnated herself to the next person. Yeah. So, like, so did she do that when they burned her at the stake maybe? But did she reincarnate herself? Oh, I don't know. I thought that she meant immortal as in she like just kept living as that's what I age. thought. But you're right. I, but like oh, maybe no, she no. was no then she if she's recycled. reincarnated then she like died and then came back kept dying coming back but. i guess yeah because witches never die yeah witches never die I'm like um, you died <laughs> but you you were dead girl. you were like in heaven uh, yeah so. anyways um we're once again you're like don't go there I'm like we're, no, we're but you're right much. you're right because they did end that season with her burning at the stake so yeah. does that does that scene then lead into her right. turning into poppy but like, then it's I, like, where was she for like 30, 40 years yeah, longer? Maybe she was like chilling in heaven before she got reincarnated yeah. again. Who knows? But it would have been cool if they said that. If she was like, yeah. they burned me at the stake and then I came back as this. Like that would have been sick because then, then you're connecting yeah. those two scenes. Yeah, exactly. It's just, you can't connect at all. Um, so then she goes to, at this point in time, she tells Thomasina, like, tell me everything. Like, let me know what happened. And then it cuts to the next scene, which is Poppy answering the door. And it's Jughead, who is actually Jack, who is Bitsy's husband. Um, and he says, keep out of my marriage. I know what you're doing with my wife. Tell her what you told me. And Bitsy now has to move, like, step forward and basically betray Cheryl yeah. or uh, Poppy and say, like, you lied to me. You were trying to, like, seduce me. Um, but then, like, as she was, like, be- being yelled at over her shoulder, like, you can see her looking at Betty or Bitsy. And Bitsy's like, sorry. <laughs> like, she's like, I'm so sorry, girl. My um, bad. My bad. I could have not tell him. He's my husband. <laughs> um, so, anyway, she ends up leaving. And Bitsy also says, like, don't ever, I don't ever want to see you again. And But, like, Loki, she's like, still in love with her. Yeah. Um, then it cuts to Thomasina and Abigail. And Thomasina explains to her how she used to have a husband, but he was really abusive. And, like, one night he came home and she knew that he was going to, like, kill her. So she ended up killing him. And then she ran away. And that's why she is now at Thornhill. Hill, and Abigail's like, sounds good to me, murderers. Like, like I still don't me. care. You can sleep in my yeah. bed tonight. She's like, you killed a man. <laughs> Works for me. Like, <laughs> I'm down for it. Um, so then it cuts to Cheryl in present time, talking to Nana, and then Britta comes in, and she's like, I really want to stay because, like, I know you guys are doing Sorry, something. S- at this point, who is she telling the stories to? She's telling because- Nana. She's telling Nana the story that Nana would already have known. Yeah, it's almost like I guess it's yeah. a part of her ritual. She's yeah, saying she's yeah. like regurgitating all these like history yeah. stories. I don't know. I thought this was kind of cool when Britta comes in because it gave me. Did you ever watch Princess Princess Diary? No, not Princess Diaries. The Princess Bride. Like no, when it's like the so. kid in and he's sick and he's being told a story by his grandpa and then it's no. like this fantastical world. Anyway, it was very much that vibe, yeah. like going in and out of the future and like she told, telling the story. Anyways. Um, shout out to anybody who knows that reference. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> Cheryl talks to Nana. Britta comes in, wants to stay, and then Nana's like, "Come in, child. Like you can sit in too." Um, so then it cuts to Poppy, and uh, she gets a knock on the door, 
and in walks a gang of guys. So it's like Reggie, Kevin, like all the boys, and they're threatening yeah. um, her to leave Riverdale. They're like, we know what you're doing with our wives. You're a devil lady. Like, you better leave right now or else, like, there'll be hell to pay. And Poppy's like, I'm not leaving, so get out of my house. So they all kind of, like, give her glares Jughead slash Jack plays like very evil in this like, episode. I was totally like, evil. I was like, are you okay? Like, he's like abusive. Yeah, yeah, very, very bad boy. Um, anyway, so she's obviously being threatened. Then it cuts to Abigail and she gets a knock at the door. And some guy from the army comes in. Like, he's like, hey, I'm in the army. Can you let me in? She opens the door right away and it's Fangs. And his name is Fen, I think. Fen Fogarty. It was like F-E-N-N or something. Yeah. yeah. And uh, as he walks in, he kind of like winks at Thomasina. And like I Thomasina's that was like, like her husband at first. Because the way same. they looked at each other, I was like, oh, here's the ex. Him. Like he came. Yeah. Yeah. And also I was, I also thought like, but this obviously isn't the case. I thought that he was going to be like somebody that's working for like Kevin's character. Oh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. an interloper or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, why aren't you hiding the literal fugitive? Why are you letting her answer the door with you? Like, she should have just, like, run into, like, behind a curtain (laughs) or something. Like, you're letting her just be seen by anybody. Anyway, so he walks in. Turns out that he had a letter to deliver to the sister, to Abigail. And it turns out that her brother, who is Jason, she also has a brother in this world, twin brother. And he died in combat in the war. And in the letter, it says it's like sealed and stamped and signed by Jason or I think his name is is Jonathan or something like that. Jordan, whatever. It starts with a J. (laughs) And um, it says like, you have to marry Fenn. Obviously, I was like, like, girl, do your research. And that's the thing that killed me. I was like, girl, really? Like, you're you're going to be this this smart. You're going to play. You're going to you're a witch. And you're gonna believe, like, scan it with your eyes and like see if it's real. Like, you're a witch. Like, do like, some like do spell something. on it. Yeah, like yeah. see if your brother li- actually wrote that to you. <laughs> Tell me, did <laughs> he do it or not? Like, such a stupid like turn of events that I was like, she would never just do this though. But I yeah. guess when it comes to her brother, it's showing maybe that like she is that dumb. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she is that gullible. And she also, I guess girl. we have to like take it to like that time period. Like they had to believe what they saw. Like, if but it's don't, a seal what I'm saying is, no, they don't. And... She's a witch. Like she's been <laughs> through the like, like a regular person. A hundred percent. I understand what you're saying. You'd be like, oh yeah, I trust you because I have nothing else to go off of. But she's a witch. Like she should be like, hold she on, where better. did you come from? Who are you? Yeah. Da da da. Like all these things. It was just like very easy, and I was like, wow, okay. Okay. Um, well, thankfully, she's she has Thomasina beside her because Thomasina is not having any of it. Yeah. And she's like, who is this guy? I don't trust him at all. Um, you don't have to marry this guy at all. And Abigail's like, but I have to. My, my brother said that, like, we have to get married. And Thomasina says, like, he's pretty sketchy. Like, let's just do some spying tomorrow before you, like, make any rash decisions. Yeah. Like, fucking marry this guy. Um, so then it cuts to Poppy. And she comes to pop's diner and because of like what happened at her house everybody is like hating on her so she asked Tammy for food and she's sitting at the booth or she's sitting at the bar and she's like can i have some lunch please and tammy's like like you should probably take it to go like (laughs) i don't know if this is a good idea and uh she turns around like everyone in the diner like it's every single family is like glaring at her and um she gets uncomfortable she stays anyway but like 
it's definitely like one of those moments where she feels like discriminated against, I guess, yeah. like she's being hated on. Yeah. And um, she gets home and Kevin is like seizing all of his, her stuff, like the person that plays Kevin, like the FBI agent. And they arrest her for like being a possible communist. Like they're just like, yeah. you're a communist. Yeah. We're going to take all your stuff. You're, we're going to take your heirlooms, et cetera, et cetera. And so then it cuts to her get, then it cuts to T- Thomasina and Abigail and they're going through fence stuff at the same time. They find like forged writing, like of a signature. They find the blossom stamp. And then this is when Abigail finally realizes like, oh snap, like he is actually lying mm-hmm. to me. Like there are some sketchy things happening. And then Thomasina like pulls up a few things and she's like, he's in the dark arts. Like there's like a poppet and like a, like there's like these like whatever little articles. And she says that he's a warlock. Mm-hmm. And then she's happy. I was like, "How do you know that?" And Thomasina is like, "I know of these things." And I was like, "Are we going to continue? Like, how like, you are know you going to tell things? us? Like, you know Ambrose? Like, yeah, tell us yeah. More. Like, tell us more. It's so true. Like, that would have been a good opportunity." Anyways, um, she ends up finding like a bunch of these death portraits. So they're essentially like mm-hmm. pictures of people who have been killed mm-hmm. or who are dead. Um, and they're propped up in a chair. They used to do this apparently like way back in the day. Like this is an actual thing that they would do. They would like capture the, um, like a portrait of dead people. But there's a lot of like, anyway, it's an actual thing that used to well, happen. And they're like his trophies, right? Like, cause he, yeah. he's a serial killer. So, but yeah, for him, it's like a serial killer thing. Like he, yeah. he like collects them. So he finds, she finds all, all these pictures. Then she finds a picture of her brother, um, as one of the last ones. So he was obviously killed by this guy oh and then like propped up and taking the picture. So she's like, Oh my God, he killed my brother. Um, so as they're, um, putting all this stuff away, um, he comes back from hunting mm-hmm. and, uh, he like opens a door. He sees that they're like rummaging through the stuff and, um, he grabs Thomasina with like the ax to her neck. And he basically says like, if you don't marry me, like I'm going to murder her. So like do what I say. And Abigail's like, okay, sounds good. I guess I have to, like, we have to find a vicar, which Again, is, are you telling me in that moment she couldn't use witchcraft to, like, do something? You know, I think that, uh, like, I think that her character, like, even though she's, like, magic, she's not, like, Sabrina magic. She's not, like, lightning bolts out yeah, of her hands or yeah. anything. She's more just, like, it's in here's a potion. Somewhere. Like, yeah, here's, yeah, like, yeah. something to help you for your stomach, uh, upset stomach. Like, nothing crazy. Um... So anyway, <laughs> like here, this, you Here's take this for tubs. diarrhea. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they need to find a vicar, which I think is like probably like an officiant who like will have, like make this vicar, a vicar, a vicar. I don't know. Um, an officiant, and um, she's like, okay, well, we have to go into town, and he's like, no, you're gonna go into town, and if you don't come back in an hour, like I'm gonna kill this woman. And so Abigail has to leave, find a vicar for the evening because he wants to get married like tonight. Um, where the ring go? Where the ring? Where that ring at though? <laughs> um, so then Poppy is being interrogated by Kevin and he's like grilling her. He's like, I know you're a communist. Just like tell me you're a communist and just sign these papers. Like, again, can, like, he's wrong. He's always again, wrong in always any investigation wrong. in anything that he does. He is in wrong. life. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. Awful. Um, and. He's he's saying this and uh, she's like, 
I'm against witch hunts and group think like I'm just a free thinker. It has nothing to do with me being a communist. And he's like, I want a confession or you're going to jail. And I was thinking about this. I was like, what was her option? If she signed the paper, was she going to be going set free? I like guess. If, if you confess to being a communist, don't you go to jail? Is like, that what the paper was that, to confess that she's a commie? That she's a communist. Yeah. Yeah. So I was yeah, like, she would have been gone, gone to jail or they either killed her. Either way, like straight to jail. Like, I don't understand yeah. like what her options were at that point in time. And it comes up a little bit later. Actually, it, talk, it comes up right now because then Poppy is in jail and Bitsy comes to visit her. And Bitsy's like, you have to sign these papers. And Poppy says, like, no, I'm doing this for us and, like, all of womankind. Mm -hmm. And this is the part, again, that I didn't really understand. I was like, why is she so reluctant to do it? Is it because, like, she doesn't want to tarnish her name? Or, like, is she actually going to get something good out of this? Like, he didn't even say, like, if you sign this paper, you're going to go free. Like, he didn't even say any of that. So, like, my assumption is she's going to go to jail either way. So I was like, why would she sign the fucking papers? So Bitsy's like, sign the paper, sign the paper. She's like, no, I'm not doing it. And then it turns out that Bitsy is pregnant. And Poppy is like, don't worry. We can get through this. And she's out here thinking that, like, they have something. But Bitsy's still afraid. And she pulls away. And she's like this isn't good for us. You are not good for me. Like I need to go back and be pregnant with my husband. And then she dips. Then it shows um, Cheryl talking in the present and she's telling the story and she's like, she didn't, they didn't see each other for the next nine months, which obviously is like, she's having the baby. Yeah. Um, And then Britta's like, why? What happened? Then it cuts to Poppy back in jail. And now Jack, a.k.a. Jughead, is asking for help because Bitsy's now about to have the baby. um, But something's wrong. And she's like, she's only asking for you. Like, if you don't come, like, she's going to freak out. Yeah. And he says, like, I promise that I will help you be released from jail if you... um, if you help her deliver the baby. Yeah. And so she's like, Avi, I'm coming, come through. So then she goes and helps deliver the baby. And it flashes back and forth between Poppy and Abigail at this point in time. So it flashes with Abigail getting married. Mm -hmm. Um, And another shout out song that I had to write down. This song is called Riverside by Obel. Mm -hmm. Again, beautiful montage. I feel like they might've played this one already. Like, in a previous like in episode, because it's so perfect for for yeah. like by the riverside, like Riverside, Riverdale, like Jason's body. True, true. So, um, while both events are happening, Bailey's comet passes by in like two different moments. So the first moment is um, when Poppy or Poppy's helping Bitsy give birth, and she gives birth, and um, she says, "Here's a pouch," and you'll know what to do when and when to use it like she she doesn't even really give any more context past that um and then abigail um is getting married to fen at this point in time there's like a montage montage and then he's like all right wife it's time for like us womanly so duties and it's yeah. like what like tidy whities he's like come yeah. down here he's like it's time to go yeah um so then she comes in and she's like do you know what happened in massachusetts with lizzie borden shout out to lizzie borden mythology 
Um, and then she goes, she she killed all of her oppressors with an axe. And so she comes in, she's like, she like stabs him. I loved it. This thing that killed me because I was like, she stabbed him like quite a bit. I thought that he was D.A.D., but he wasn't. Anyway, so as soon as she stabs him with the axe, she like runs over. She tries to find Thomasina. She, She can't find her. She finally finds her and she did. She died. She did. She died. She did. I don't know how she died. I don't know. Like, like, what did he do to her? They didn't really say. They don't really say. My assumption is she probably got like strangled to death because like there was doesn't look like there was was, like wounds on her body. Yeah, there was no blood or anything. Yeah. But so she's like propped up in this chair. She's dead. She's holding a picture of herself in the picture. She's dead, um, which is kind of fucked up. And so he comes in and he's not dead yet. And he's like, oh, how is uh, he not dead? I guess because he's a warlock, like maybe he can't die. That's what I was thinking too. I was like, maybe he had some like extra magical powers. So he comes, he like limps in and he uh, says like, she was like the best death ever, like LOL. And (laughs) (laughs) hashtag winning. (laughs) Hashtag killed it, literally. Um, (laughs) And so um, she... Ends up like getting really upset, but she doesn't do anything about it. And he's like, you're a monster. I hate you. And as soon as he curses her, he's Mm -hmm. like cursing her a life of being like solitary and lonely. Um, The the comet passes through and he's like perfect timing, like cosmic curse, whatever. So now she's cosmically cursed to be alone for the rest of her life. What a uh, what a bad luck. What, what a bad, bad luck. What a cosmically shame. cursed. Cosmically cursed. Please. <laughs> Doesn't get worse than Doesn't that. Doesn't get worse than cosmically cursed. <laughs> um, so then Poppy comes out of the hospital room because now the baby's been born. And uh Jack is like sickening, my baby's born. And this is when Kevin, once again, useless as F. Had um, to come through right there. Arrest her. In the moment. <laughs> arrest her. And she's like, what the hell? Like, I helped you so that I could stay out now. And he's like, I said that you'll not, you won't be behind bars, but now you're going to be in Thornhill and you're basically going to be under house arrest for the rest of your life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, geez Louise, the things that they do to communists, like, fucked up. Um, <laughs> So then it cuts back to the present and Abigail is like, she finishes the story. Ab- Abigail is left uh, alone in Thornhill for the rest of her life. And same with Poppy. Um, and then Britta asks about Bitsy and it shows that Bitsy poisons her husband. I didn't know mm-hmm. if we needed the scene necessarily. Like it was cool that she like did it. Yeah. I didn't mind it, but yeah, to your point, it's like, what did it matter if she killed because someone? Like now the real question is, and this is the thing that I always like wonder about why they leave these little Easter eggs. Like, will we now find out who, Bitsy gave birth to or are we to assume that Bitsy is Betty? That's what I thought they like were going to cover. They didn't cuz like story is that Betty's. baby being born on that night has a significance in my opinion. Me too. Yeah. Right? Like that's what you would think. 100%. But then they don't say who it is. So I'm yeah. like, okay, I guess that was just like a random like thing that happened that night then. Like was it Alice? Was that Nana she says- Rose? <gasps> was it Nana? No. No, it couldn't have been. No, right? that doesn't make any sense. I don't know. 
No, it doesn't make sense. But they, anyways, they don't know. even say it. But again, there was an opportunity for a really cool like twist there yeah. to say like this is whoever it is that we know now, maybe. Because or... she tells her because she's like this baby's gonna be like sickening. Like she's gonna be like the best child of all time. Like that's so, what yeah. Like I wonder Poppy who says to her. There was like no reason for her not to say that if she wasn't gonna just she could have just like left the ho- the room and been like oh I deliver the baby I'm done. But she had to say it. So like for some reason anyway yeah it's stuck with me now so like i wonder if they're going to bring that back later who knows mm-hmm. um so then it cuts to her like poisoning her husband again a, a scene that i didn't really need unless we have to believe that bitsy because she has this like murdering spree she has like serial killer gene serial killer <laughs> fucking gene fucking comes through man again we can't best like supporting actress movie. goes to Kevin Keller and best supporting actor goes to the serial killer gene. <laughs> this thing does not die. It does not like, let up. It's like scream always everywhere. Seven. Yeah, it just ne- <laughs> it's just like fucking Michael Myers up in this gig. Oh, it's exhausting. <sighs> anyway, so No, but um, you have a good point there. And I and I I wonder if they'll ever go back down the Cooper maybe line and like explore those things but i don't like know. how much more do we need about i know the no you're right residents? but then why like, do all know. of that like why even exactly. show that scene like i don't know just Anyways. to show that like she's getting revenge i guess like finally like, which was not necessary like i didn't need any of that girl who's gonna to- take care of your babies yeah. now <laughs> she didn't have to give her a pouch she didn't have to like murder her husband like she didn't have to do any of those things yeah. in my opinion but yeah she doesn't even end up like living with abigail she doesn't even like go and like but save coffee. her or sorry, Poppy. Yeah. She doesn't, like, no, I know. Yeah, you're her. right. So like, yeah. there's no reason. So it's like now you have two babies and you have no baby daddy. Yeah, so useless. So like, who lost here? Who <laughs> really <laughs> lost here? Um. So then we get a knock on the door in the present time, and it's our girl Sabrini coming in Sabrini? at the last five oh, minutes of at the, the last episode. five minutes of the episode. <laughs> Literally, everyone on Twitter is like, "Where is Sabrina? Where is, Where is Sabrina? Sabrina?" I'm like, "Of course." last minute so i was thinking she was gonna come like right at the end mm-hmm. and then we we're gonna get next week right that's what i thought because i'm like okay right. they can't not like give her like a whole episode a moment yeah no 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 they gave her like no. 7.5 minutes and that was 7. it. 7.5 not even i don't even not even 7.9 7. i think it was like three five. minutes of screen time three was minutes it? of screen three time minutes? i'm pretty sure like she yeah. just got paid for three was- minutes and then called it a day that's a nice paycheck Karen and Shipka, I'm really proud of you. Like progress, you know what I mean? It was good. <laughs> like she came to do a job. I understand, but like the way you guys hype these shows yeah, up, like I don't so... know, like Arias, like stop doing this. To, just to say us. she's coming. Like just say she's coming. Like yeah. I'm gonna watch because I know she's coming. She's coming. But don't tell me it's like chaos, like crossover, like crossover. this, this, this yeah. Sabrina, like episode, like. It wasn't a Sabrina no. episode. It was Cheryl no. episode for you to like. I know maybe they weren't calling it that, but like the fandom was like going off and calling it that. It's like offensive to like Cheryl because like she killed the episode. Like she yeah. was everything. Exactly. So, she she literally carried the entire episode. So it's I not really know. fair. And it's not really fair to Karen and Shipka or Sabrina, the character, to just like roll in at the very end. To be completely honest, in my personal opinion, they should have switched Britta's character with Sabrina. She should have come in at the very yeah. beginning and been like, let's do the ritual from the top. But like we need to start with this story so you can like understand yeah, my history that been so good and then like maybe sabrina could have asked a few questions like oh what happened to poppy like i didn't know that about my like great yeah. grandfriend like you know like yeah i would have liked a little bit more of that context like or, who's britta to me like britta's or, like who cares something even bigger 
if Sabrina was in one of those worlds, like if she yeah. if she did know Poppy, yeah. if she like poked her head in and she was like, "Hey, girl," because then after she says something like, "It's been so long," or like something totally. to the to the to the thing of like they've known each other for a long time. You know what have been really cool if she like came in as like a passing character, like one of the women who like would pick up like a a trinket yeah, from her yeah just like you wouldn't even just, like, notice no her. lines like not even no lines line. she yeah. would come in and she would like pop but, out like and you know be, that she's there she's there she's around you like saw her in a moment and like then that's the connection like she yeah. was like one of her customers that they like they yeah. knew for all these generations like or anything literally anything, anything. would have been helpful yeah yeah it was yeah, it was anyway. Uh, I think that was a bit of a miss, but maybe it's quarantine, maybe it's COVID. Like, who knows? Like, we don't know, like, what, but like, you are you have her, so like, clearly, you could have just added an extra scene on. And it's yeah. funny because yesterday or the day before, RIS releases a deleted scene. Oh, yeah, like, we just yes. filmed this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when it was so weird because when I was watching it, it was almost like he recorded it off of his iPhone. Yeah, like, I was, it was wondering what it was that like a, sound was. He was like recording a bootleg version of his own show. Like, <laughs> yeah, he was like, he was like on set, but like in Video Village, and he was like recording like the screen of what they were recording, like in the studio. Yeah. Like, it was weird. I, I, I could hear yeah. things, and I was like, what is he? I don't really get. But yeah, so yeah. he releases this deleted scene, and I say deleted because like it's not. I don't think it was deleted. I think it was added to it was, make sense well, of this. I guess I don't like that's the thing. I wonder if it was something that wouldn't have been that would have been at the end of the no, series finale. I don't of think Chaos, so. I think they reshot they it. Got like picked up. Who knows? I think they reshot it for this because mm. it sounded like he was like, thank you to Miranda. Da, 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 da. It was like almost like they added this like extra scene on so anyways, right. in the scene, basically. She comes back and like even the other aunt's not even in it. It was like just her. Like wouldn't just it have her. been like like if it was chaos, like if it was part of the show, it would have been like Ambrose, Hilda, everybody and her. coming together. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it would have been more of like a full production. But I guess but this, Zelda was the one that had the connection to him, like that well, to that guy. That I guess guy. it just felt very like after anyways, it doesn't matter if it was after yeah. fact or before. But basically it's like a she's like on a Zoom call with this guy and she's like, Hey, so my niece is dead. Like, can you just bring her back? And he's like, Yeah, 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 yeah. cool, cool, cool. And then she's back. I was like, "Thanks, that's Appreciate it." it. <laughs> like yeah. you ended an entire series, yeah, because she died, and that was that was easy. Like those, yeah, so easy. And she even says in the deleted scene, like anything, like I'll do anything, like yeah. whatever the price is. So then now my question is, is like, what did you give up, girl? Like I don't. Know. What did you? Get? And she's like, "Please, it's not fair." She's just a young witch. A young. Witch. I'm like, I thought witches don't die. Anyway, very confusing. Very confusing. Anyway, so he releases this like the day before. So of course, so now we know why we're messaging each other. Yeah, and I'm like, of course, like he needs to cover up this plot hole because we were gonna like rip him to shit. Yeah, we were thinking like if she's dead in that world, this must have happened before because then she's dead. But they didn't even go there. They were just like, no, 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 she is alive. She's alive. But then also she's alive in Rivervale, not in Riverdale. Like I'm very confused. Everyone, yeah, everyone. So, I'm confused. Anyway, so she shows up, and you know, like that's the thing. Uh, not to like keep harping on it, but we're at the end of the episode, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just confused as to like I thought that this five episode arc was going to give us more answers as to why we're in Riverdale to be Rivervale to begin mm-hmm. with, and we're really not getting any answers. Not at all. I think Shou- everything is next week. Okay, got it. Yeah. But shout out to the video that we put together and be like did her magic and edited a little bit of like a river veil theories video this week so check it out on our youtube page we have actually two videos we oh. have the river veil theories which definitely guys check it out it's gonna yes. it's on our youtube 
Um, and that kind of goes through our theories. I feel like half of them are out the window now that we've gone through. But this then episode. also they're not really because at the same time, like I still there's so many questions that are still unanswered. True. Like so many of them True, still actually. haven't even come to fruition. We yeah, because the Cheryl one doesn't River make sense. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, um, and then we also made a video because I know oh, we didn't get to the end of the scene. We didn't get, get to the, the end of, of it, but yeah, let's yeah. talk about it at the end of this. That's, yeah. that's the second. That's the second video yeah. that we're gonna shout out in a second. So anyway, um, Sabrini comes to the door. We're not even done with that part. She tells her that like her and like their covens like play softball together. I don't know if that was like a was lesbian like, joke or what. Like I didn't get any oh, of that. Oh yeah, I guess it is. Yeah. Um. So then she's like, she's wait, like, but she's not. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but she's like here. <laughs> She's like, I'm here to do a transference, which can only be done with like when there's a big cosmic event like Bailey's Comet. Yeah. So that's why they're doing it. Then they start the process and they and then I wrote and then they switch her body. Question mark, question mark, question mark. And then they bring Abigail. She they bring back Abigail, put her into Nana's body and then Nana dies. No. So they take the soul of Cheryl, a.k.a. Abigail. Right. They, they put her into Nana. Yes. And then Nana's soul comes into Cheryl. And then basically Abigail, Poppy, and Cheryl are now gone to heaven to be in with. Nana's body. Yes. Because yes. she's carrying their soul now because Nana's like dead. The body yeah, of Nana. The body is dead. And then now they go to the afterlife and like she's with Thomasina. So basically, whoever's in Cheryl is Nana. Roseanne. Mine's like question marks so yeah i mean now breaking it down after spending like 15 hours just talking about this yeah (laughs) making a video i understand kind of understand it um and like i love our listeners because like right away our listeners are like don't worry like we'll explain it to you and like we got like voice notes and like people texting us being like this is what it means um but yeah guys we made a video uh it's on our instagram we're not gonna play it here because then we'll get banned off youtube but it's on our Instagram. It basically goes through like this whole thing and like what it all means. Yeah. It's a really funny video. Watch it and like Loved the video. It. I died. It um, so and funny. explains basically what this whole transference is. But basically, Britta, like Britta killed me this whole time because she's like, she's like, what? What? She's like, I don't get it. And then yeah. Sabrina's like, okay, let me take this. On. Like, let me do that. I was like, like but you didn't girl, help. You don't even get it either. You didn't get it. You didn't give me any explanation that's going to help this conversation <laughs> at all. Very unhelpful. No. So then they try yeah. to explain it like one more time. And then there's like a really cute cut scene with like um, the like in the afterlife with like, I guess it's Abigail slash Poppy slash Cheryl running to Thomasina. Thomasina. Who's at her grave, just like staring for eternity at her own grave. Yeah. And then they hug and then they have their moment. Little moment. Um, Sorry, real quick. Does this mean now that Rose is in Cheryl's body that she's not going to love Cheryl anymore? I mean, Tony. Tony. You're asking too many questions. (laughs) That's the thing that I was just dying at. Because literally at the very end of it, um, Nana Rose, she's like, I get to live my youth once again. And I was like, but we don't know Nana. Like, we don't know her. Yeah. And we even know Cheryl was like, Cheryl's dead. And and then Sabrina's like, yeah, no, she's not. <laughs> I'm like, yes, she is, though. Like, she's gone. She's, she's gone. She's like, she lives on in all of us. 
I'm like, bitch, do not don't give me that, me that for that. So don't like, give me that fucking like, line. You don't yeah. die. She's like, we transfer. I'm like, she yeah. is not transferred here. This is not a role. She transferred out of that body. That's she transferred what she did. Out of the world. <laughs> she, she transferred out of this class for sure. Like they don't even know what they're saying as yeah. as the episode's like unraveling. Like exactly. That's why I was like, okay, this is where the writing gets a little. And Britta's bit, like, bit bring Cheryl back, please. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, can you tell She's her to come like, back? Control that, control that. Like, how do I undo this? Yeah. Shit? Well, because that's the thing. Like, who is like who is Nana as a leader? Who is Nana as like a, as a even a as a person? person of, like, we person don't even really relevance. know her like, character. Like, we don't really know her. If anything, we know her as a sketchy woman who knows all the secrets of freaking Riverdale. Yeah. Outside of that, we don't really know anything about her. So like, now we're supposed to just continue on with her, her person in yeah. Cheryl's body. What I would have been okay with is if she like absorbed the soul with Nana Rose into Cheryl's body and just called it a day. Yeah, like, but then she can't be with Thomasina. Fucking, I don't fucking know what's she going chasing on. Chasing the taco, she can't give up the taco. <laughs> like she wants the taco. Like you're trying to go she to the afterlife. The like just stay here, everyone. Needs <laughs> everyone she needs you. Taco. But you're right. She's like, I'm out, and it's like. Uh, like what like okay and also and also and also i really quick really quickly does this mean that when she saw tony that she knew that that was thomasina's like girl like that was her like descendant from time and that's why they had yeah, such a exactly then she would have been like hey i know you or you look familiar Make it make sense. Make it make sense. I don't know, man. It, no, you're right. Because then it would have been Abigail, Poppy, and yeah. her in Cheryl's body. But yeah. but like what like if you want to look into like how people think about like past life and like right. that realm of things, they say that like you don't fully remember things in your past things, life. Like you right. remember like fragments or like you connect with certain energies, which mm. would make sense as to why she's attracted she, to Tony. Right. But this is not a regular human being, like thing this is a witch like the yeah. witch like intentionally transferred her body so like she should be remembering everything that happened in her other one or maybe she didn't like we don't really know like what i don't the know there's really just like entailed. not a lot of like yeah let's just assume that that is the case but at the same time there is a few holes and i'm not gonna lie like i know it's so weird to say because it's still cheryl it's still madeline page playing cheryl but like i don't know how i feel about no i'm telling cheryl. you i felt very like i felt very like i was like like bring her back please like like i don't know this is... nana like yeah, i don't she's like ooh, i'm back to my like youthful like i was like ew no it's gonna be so weird like in the real world she's gonna be like now that i'm an 87 year old and a 17 and like, like does that still body. make her a lesbian because like her soul is like you know what i mean like it's yeah. a different person like that's you, the part that like I'm they've by. now entered a whole nother realm of this character and yeah. like i said maybe that is they're doing it in river vale so that like this doesn't even apply in riverdale like Cheryl is still Cheryl. Yeah, yeah, maybe. You know what I mean? But then why tell this whole story? Because it does. They needed make... to. They need to take up an episode. They, <laughs> they needed to fill up I the storyline. Yeah, somebody, somebody got this one. I don't know. It was good. That's the thing. It's annoying because it was a good episode, probably up until this part, because yeah, I was so confused. Same. same. But at the same time, like I want to know what's really transferable to riverdale what really makes sense are we still going to get the sassy savage cheryl that we know and love or are we going to get it like a nana yeah, who's like yeah. 
I love everyone and I forgive the whole town and that's how the whole curse is broken. Like, mm. who knows next episode if Nana's going to be the one to be like, you know what? Let bygones be bygones. Like, I'm done. I'm good. Like, I my ancestors understand. in heaven now. Like, we're good to go. Like, I don't know. Why don't know. even Why even do this whole transference thing? Like, they could have just brought, I mean. Sabrina, brought Sabrina in, let Nana Rose go, and maybe Sabrina could have, like, sort of, like, the curse that the warlock had put on her, She Sabrina could have, like, broken it. And then, like, yeah. she could have gone and been with her that girl makes more sense and then me. cheryl just could have been cheryl like it didn't even need to be this complex and yeah. that's how what i left and i was like why did they do this especially because look at all these holes that we're finding and it makes it feel less genuine when you yeah. find these holes because you're like that doesn't really make sense though you know what it reminds me of have you ever seen a movie and shout out to anyone else who feels the same way you watch this ghost story and you're so enraptured and you're like oh my god they're like layering all these amazing ghost stories la da 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 and then at the very end the explanation literally makes like absolutely no sense or like we transferred this and this person's soul isn't here and this and i'm like we didn't need that whole last part we just could have just enjoyed the magic and the mystery of like this this part of it we didn't I need like everything agree with else you. i 100% agree with you else, and like it's too bad because like i said the whole journey i loved it was this ending that like felt so whack and just seeing people's yeah. twitter on twitter everyone's like what the hell's going on like, like you're mark? expecting people to catch on to that you didn't even show a diagram like <laughs> like people were like what yeah. so cheryl yeah. is and even britta was like so cheryl's then gone no cheryl's not gone because she's this this is this and it's like i all i care also, about like, is my character cheryl what are you yeah. doing with her what did like, you like that's do all her? we care about you know what is I mean? she dead now yeah yeah exactly it was i just confusing. feel like they did not need to get this complex sabrina still could have come and like still done a, a spell with her that's fine yeah it did not need to be like this insane it did not have to be this way no huh. again but maybe Maybe because it's Riverdale, it is like this. And I wonder if in Riverdale, it'll be like a more toned down spell. I don't know. Like maybe in the real, real Riverdale, like Nana actually is the one that yeah. dies. Like, and maybe like, we yeah. just have to believe that like, she's actually dead and like, there's no magic involved in her death. Yeah. There's no yeah. transference maybe. in the real world. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows what they're going to do next episode? Anyway, Jughead closes up the episode. He's like, happy, sad ending, just like our girl Sabrina says. And um, he, like, walks away. And then the final sign, which, we, which we've been seeing change every single time, it says, um, witches be here. <laughs> That's what Is it that says. what it says? <laughs> Shout out to witches be here. So it's, um, that's the end of the episode, right? Yup. Um, Let's get into our. Are we gonna get into our no, roundups? I, I really want to talk about something real quick. So yeah, the it. more we're getting into it, I mean, we're almost at the end of this five episode. By the way, our one of our um, listeners pointed this out. I think they said something about the Flash, mm. and it's so funny because I quickly like read it. I didn't really understand it because we don't watch the show. But last night when I was waiting for Riverdale to start. It was the end of the flash mm -hmm. and it was like the five uh episode series finishes next week and i'm like what they're having a five episode special event too like is every cw show getting a no, five episode event the funny thing is is like riverdale is probably one of the last cw shows to do something like this where like they do like a multiverse crossover oh, so freaking event it. Oh. Every single time I hear about the Flash, it's like Supergirl and the Flash, and they're all oh, mixing together world. and like yeah, multi worlds yeah. and like all this stuff. And it makes sense in a comic book, but in this story, it's just like superhero. Ugh. I mean, it, it can I mean, work. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah, it yeah. still can work. It's I working. Think they just they just I went guess. too way too yeah. complex. Uh, my other confusing. point is, 
Uh, I don't know if you watched this, uh, if anyone did, but WandaVision, this mm, River- Riverdale is starting to really look like WandaVision. It's and giving like that what, vibe. Yeah, Got 100%. It. Like in the sense of what this could mean as to what Riverdale is, I feel oh, like it's going to okay. be a WandaVision type of answer. answer. I won't like okay. say exactly what it is, but if you've watched it, maybe you sort of can pick up Put the pieces together. Listening. Um, yeah, I, that's what I remembered when I watched. I'm like, this seems like, like that show. Anyways. Again, another I think CW show or I can't remember what what network it's on. But WandaVision, uh, I think yeah. it's on Disney Plus. Oh, Disney Plus. Okay. Shout out to Disney. Anyways, Disney. It might Marvel. be something like that. We're at the end of the episode. Let's Sabrini. get into it. We just spent the last fifteen minutes talking about how confusing the last uh, like ten. I minutes mean, it were. was though. Like. Yeah. Um. Anyway, let's get into our recap roundups. Recap roundups. Best moment. Six minutes with Sabrina because. <laughs> I know it was it was fast. It was six minutes. Five minutes in heaven. Um, <laughs> um, I still loved it. I still love her and seeing her on screen. Um, I just wish it was for longer, obviously, yeah. but it definitely was like my the, like one of my favorite moments of the episode. Big highlight for sure. Yeah. I mean, you're right. It was it was too short for me to be honest. Yeah. yeah. My best moment is gonna go to it was two scenes, but the first one really was like my the best moment because when I saw it, I was like I wrote it down right away and I didn't change it until the very end. But that opening sequence when we see them all getting ready, yeah. I just like big ups to the editing, big ups to the like the way that they cut that together, the art of it all. It was beautifully shot and done. Well, 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 well done. Loved it. I also love the final scene because you get to see Thomasina like finally embracing Abigail after yeah. like, generations. I thought that was really cute. And then we got that little song at the end too. That other that other song. Mm-hmm. WTF moment. I think it's pretty much yours. Uh, more so the transference <laughs> scene. Definitely WTF. Being like, what? 100%. Like, yeah. I literally was like, what? Yeah. Huh? I was very confused. Very confused. So confusing. Um, so I'll take the other one. Mine was Thomasina being dead. Not that I didn't expect her to be dead. I almost forgot about her for a second, to be honest. But when she shows up and she's like l- sitting in this chair, it was just very macabre. And I was like, I didn't realize that they were just going to have this dead no, this body sitting there. I was like, oh, boy. Yeah. That's some shady stuff. Yeah. MVP. Who's your MVP? MVP, obviously, we have the same one. It's Cheryl, mm-hmm, Madeline. Mm-hmm. Like, she is slayed. amazing. She slayed. She slayed. Because funny, because last week we didn't see her at all. And we were like, yeah. she's going to get a whole episode next week. And she really did. She, she Times did. three, because she played freaking three characters. Three characters. Yeah. Uh, it was amazing. But I do want to say Britta for literally being the audience and asking yeah. the questions that we deserved. Like, what Even happened? We didn't, get, we didn't really understand the answers. She asked the questions. <laughs> she asked the <laughs> questions. We didn't get the answers, but she didn't get the answers either. Yeah, yeah. LVP. Who's your LVP? And we got the same LVP. Kevin, obviously. Kev, Kev. Like, loser. Literally across all history, Kevin is a loser. It's funny how even our listeners were like, every single universe... Generation, any iteration decade, of Kevin is he's a, a fucking fail. Yeah, it's it's funny because I thought about this. I was like, why would they give him this character? Like, yeah. I literally thought he was gonna be like a closeted like gay dad and like yeah, kind of like not? sympathetic to like what she's going through in that like generation or that right. time. No, they made him the complete opposite. And I was like, I think they're doing this because like when they give her an episode, they have to give him one Something. that's like comparable in terms of like airtime. That's that's my only logistical like thing is like she, they're giving her a whole episode 
they can give yeah. him like a main character in that episode at least but it still doesn't speak to the fact that to your point they could have given him a different storyline give him the airtime that he needs to like whatever but like they didn't have to give him this storyline like I it's guess, not necessary but there was no time to tell that story as well the gay story too which is like very like you know like yeah like that, you think that they would have just like lumped them together and been like I, like i would have been okay with that it's not about like bringing them together because they have the same they do have the same fucking issues not to anyway very confusing i don't i didn't like his character he sucks and it's annoying because it doesn't make us like heaven any more than we should no, like not at all there's, there's nothing he, yeah. that's like it's literally like they're trying to make us hate him so we can kill him off at some point i honestly soon. hope like in 30 years like casey caught writes like a tell-all book and he's like <laughs> this is how they did me dirty on riverdale yeah like they throw him to the trash every yeah, week for like, sure. I agree. but then they'll give him like one stage performance they're like are you happy he's like yeah i'm good okay cool yeah. We're gonna like we're gonna like make you the asshole like next week, like <laughs> like gag order. But like he's an asshole every week. That's the problem. It's not like he gets any better That's every true. single time. At least, so but it's... like I feel like they like try to like appease him by like giving him like a singing moment, and then they're like, okay. <laughs> they're like, do you want to <laughs> sing? He's like, okay, fine, yeah. I'll stay. That sounds fine. Okay, yeah. I'll take it. The best line. What was your best line? Best line is happy sad endings are the best. Mm. That's Sabrini. And mine is also from Sabrini. She says, she continues that sentence, I think. She says, there's no death for witches, only transformation. I mean, I did, I died and I came back and I was like, but did you really? But did, did you, you really, really though? Like, really? Let's not, let's not talk about this right now. She's very bratty. <laughs> <laughs> like, she made Just it. Just end like, off the character. That line really sounds bratty, to though. me that like, she did the work. Like, she's like, I yeah. came back. No, like, you, you didn't. didn't. You were fine do- being dead in heaven yeah. with your boyfriend. Your aunt brought you back. Yeah, exactly. And like, what are you doing now? You're eating ice cream with who? Nick is dead. So, <laughs> like, fuck off. by the way, he's on that new show that Mindy Kaling made. Oh no way! Sex, uh, Lies of College I still haven't watched he's it. He's in that show. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, so hot. Yeah. Um, let's get into our listener roundups. Let's get into it at Shoney Five on it. Best Yum. moment seeing mm-hmm. uh, Sabrina and Abigail's storyline. Uh, worst moment she she added a, a thing in there. Worst moment um, Drew's acting. He either overacts with fangs or doesn't act well at all. It's so funny because I did notice this this episode. Like he he was trying to act, like put this weird accent on. Like when he right. was, like when he said certain words, he's like letter. He is, he is your letter. I'm like. Bro, just calm down. Like, just act it's like a high like, school play. The he, way he's, he's like not doing a good actor. Yeah. When I read that, I started laughing because, like, yeah. Best line um, when Thomasina is talking to Abigail about them being intertwined, or when uh, Sabrina asks them to go to Pops. Mm-hmm. MVP for playing all three characters. Uh, Cheryl for playing all three characters. She did it so well. Sabrina, because I love Sabrina, and I don't know the actress looks so different, more mature. Mm. LVP Kevin. Kevin or Kirk, Jack Jones, and Fangs drew for his overacting. <laughs> the shade on Drew's <laughs> on overacting. Drew. <laughs> you know what? I did notice it. I will say that, but I will say I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt that he might have done it on purpose just because of the world that he was in. He wasn't playing it like in a way that like I'm supposed to be like, ooh, he's playing a compelling murderer. I felt like he was playing a caricature of a thing, but almost on purpose. But that could just be me defending him because he's so hot. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, no comment. No, he's, he's, yeah, he's. 
Um, so, okay. So at CRN says best moment, Sabrina arriving in Thornhill, even if it was only for five minutes, it would have been cool if this episode was a special crossover event and the extended episode. So we had like 45 minutes of the Abigail poppy stuff and then 45 minutes with Cheryl and Sabrina agreed. Cause to your point, um, MB, they do that ish all the time in other CW shows. So they could have made this like a two hour event. You know what I mean? Um, would you have wanted that though? I mean, not not for this story because it still wouldn't have made yeah. sense. Yeah. But I think that it would have been cool to see it, like just to the point of what Siren's saying. It's like just to have that interaction. If you're gonna say it's a I crossover, like more. make it a crossover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think we. I don't. Like, I needed less of what we got and just more yeah. of Sabrina and this whole crossover idea. And almost like an all encapsulated story that only matters for that those two episodes, yeah. which that is what a real crossover usually does. Um, WTF moment: Sabrina trying to explain the whole transference to Britta because at first i didn't catch on what she what she did lol you're not the only one girl um mvp madeline for carrying the whole episode this this is by far one of the best episodes of the whole series and i found it so interesting same same it's definitely up there for me for sure lvp kevin for being a waste man (laughs) in the past (laughs) and present like seriously when will he be useful 100% 100% agree. He was actually worse in this up in like in this episode in this world. Um, best line: Men are monsters. Pop, um, Poppy or Abigail. They both slander men at some point, as they should. LOL. Loves it. Loves it. Thanks, guys. Did we get any more? I feel like we got a bunch I feel from like we Instagram. Got more, but like I looked and like I didn't see any. I think there's one in Instagram for sure. Oh, cat! Like- I got it, cat. There's cat. Kitty cat. And then. Meow, meow, meow. Okay, let me just do that one real quick. Y'all. We got one from Cat from Instagram. Y'all. MVP, Madeline. uh, The woman really delivered on all fronts. Period. I don't know how she did that, but she did the damn thing. She did the damn thing. Best moment. London Grammar played three times. It was heavenly, and Serena made me smile. I don't know something about her lights me up. It's so true that yeah. Also, the song was killer. It was Loved freaking it. lit. Yeah. LVP. I'm sure we share these, so I'm gonna let this one go. <laughs> WTF <laughs> moments. All these abusers and manipulators. Charles playing a Vicar. Uh, Sir Serena appearing in the last five minutes. Excuse me, what in the world? The clickbait. The clickbait. It was total clickbait. Like it was yeah, ridiculous. 100%. Like best line. I don't understand by Britta. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that is actually the moment. Yeah. Like I don't understand. Because it was so accurate. Is there anything yeah. else? Anything? Any other I'm ones? seeing just a bunch of comments. People said they liked the episode. They were. Everyone's really wondering like, yeah. what's going to cross over to Riverdale. Um. We're always very thankful for all of your comments and commentary. So please just keep tuning in and letting us know how you thought of what you thought about the episode. So we don't think that we're crazy thinking yeah. what we think about the episode. It's and do you guys want to see more of a Sabrina co- crossover? Like, do you want yeah. to see her come back? Do you want a bigger crossover? She sounds like she wants to come back. Like Kiernan's like, I think on his D, like she's ready to she's come back. She's probably like, I don't know. Honestly, have a job guys, right like now. I don't know if I'm down anymore. Like the way they did this, I'm like what else can you bring to the table that like I'm going to get excited yeah. about if next season is the last season like do we even have time for that you know exactly and I just think that like the one thing that I got excited about which is funny is when she says like oh let's talk it over a pop- like a milkshake at Pops I was like oh we're going to get more yeah. of her next episode oh. but I 
I'm assuming that that's not going to be the case, right? Mm-hmm. She's only in for episode four. Somebody messaged me. They're like, no, she's not coming next week. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. Like, Thank you. I was hopeful. <laughs> like- sorry for being hopeful. Gosh. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so that is the episode, everyone. Um, let us know your comments on what you thought about this episode just in general, because it was a wild one for sure. Um, I would like to take this time to thank our patrons of our episode our rewinder squad white and nicole our lit rewinders tina and soleil and kate and our mommy rewinders and our daddy rewinders becca sarah tamala and cliff thank you if you would like to join our patreon family check us out at patreon.com recap underscore rewind and also make sure you are all checking us out on all of our socials instagram twitter youtube facebook as we mentioned before you can also find us on every single podcast platform google Podcasts, spotify itunes everywhere everywhere make sure you like comment and subscribe um and review to stay engaged with us at recap rewind thank you so much for listening we thank are getting to episode one. Oh my god it's episode 100 one, episode, zero, oh zero. Oh what do you guys want to see from us next week like we should do something that's like lit like I know. I was thinking about that. What, what do you, do you see? guys want to see from if us? If you guys give us something that is, uh, and it gets upvoted enough, we will do it. We okay? will do it. Just but that m- would mean that you have stuck around to this point in the podcast. So hopefully you did. Know. Hopefully you did. Mm-mm. That's a little test. Um, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.